From the campus at Northern State University, this is an EdTech podcast for South Dakota teachers. Yes, we are back. After that long, hard, cold Christmas break, you can now be comforted to know that we are back with our EdTech podcast for South Dakota teachers. And today I wanted to talk about classroom response sites for active learning with mobile devices. So what is active learning? Teachers talk about it all the time. We want active learning in our classrooms. Well, what is that? In my classes, I teach about active learning as mental activity, not as necessarily physical activity. Mental activity is really where it's at. That's where we want to see our students working, not necessarily physically, but mentally their minds should be active. So that's active learning in the classroom. Also, I'm talking about mobile devices today. So kids these days, they have mobile devices, right? And they bring them into their, to our classrooms. Oftentimes, teachers tell them to put them away and don't use them. Don't look at your smartphone because you would be distracted from what I'm trying to tell you. Well, I say why not take advantage of those devices that are brought to class or that are available in our classrooms? Let's use them to our advantage for some active learning activities. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today is just some great websites, great apps, great ideas that can help support active learning when students have mobile devices that they can bring in the classroom. And also I want to talk today about a wonderful app and website that allows you to do some classroom response activities without students having mobile devices. You can use your own mobile device, so if you just have one iPad or smartphone or something in your classroom, you can also use this great app called Plickers to get a response from your students as well. So really cool stuff today. So let's get started. So first of all, we have tools that allow us to show what is on our device to all of our students' devices. So this is very useful, especially when students have their smartphones or different devices that they have. As long as those are connected online, they can view what you are showing on your device so that they all have their own device. It's kind of like sharing your PowerPoint slides, but it shows up on their device rather than on a big screen in the front of the classroom. So this can be useful. A couple of tools that do this are ScreenLeap and Nearpod. And I'm going to go ahead and put these on the blog as a link so that you can view them very easily, all the tools that I talk about today. So first, ScreenLeap. ScreenLeap is a tool that allows you to share whatever's on your computer. And if students go to a certain address, they can view that screen that you are sharing on your own computer. Now, ScreenLeap, you have to be sharing a laptop or desktop computer. You cannot share what's on your iPad or on a smartphone or an Android device. But you can share what's on your laptop. And then if students go to the right address in their web browser, they'll be able to view your whatever you're showing on your computer. The only thing that's uh, limiting there is that there is a subscription cost if you want to use ScreenLeap for more than about an hour a day. But for about an hour a day, it works as long as you log in for a free account, and you can use that and show that to your class. So that's ScreenLeap. It's just basically a screen-sharing app, and students will see what you share on your screen on their own screens. Nearpod is another example. This is just for iPads, though. So if you have iPads in your classroom and you have an iPad as a teacher then you can share your slides and other parts of a presentation to your students using Nearpod, which is an app that is installable on the iPad. So both of them are quite similar tools. They have quite similar functionality, but they both um, work differently than than one another. But ScreenLeap and Nearpod are the first two. 
Of course, we want to have things like classroom response systems too, right? You want to be able to ask your students questions and find out who answers what and how they answer that. So the next tool is Poll Everywhere. Poll Everywhere is a wonderful tool for having students be polled and have to answer questions. It allows you to create multiple choice questions. You can create them beforehand, have them saved, and then put them up on a screen and share them with students. You can actually embed them in PowerPoint presentations, which I've done before as well. And then uh, as you push the question out to students, they can actually respond using their own device to the question, and it gives you percentages of who responded how. So a couple examples in the classroom, of course, you can ask questions about any of the subject area. You can ask what color was George Washington's white horse and get the responses that students respond to. Hopefully they answer white to that question. And as an alternative to Poll Everywhere, there's another tool called Socrative or Socrative. I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced, but there you go. You've got Socrative or Socrative. And it's very similar to Poll Everywhere where you can poll your classes, you can get their responses. With Poll Everywhere, too, you can respond in a word cloud. So students can actually create a word cloud. You can create a word cloud out of students' responses. So there are a lot of different options there. They can click on an image, like a part of an image, and you can respond. So you can tell them to identify the crocodile in the picture versus the alligator, if you're teaching about that. And then they click on the picture and tell you where it is. And some people get it right, some people don't. So those are a couple of classroom response systems that are actually free and work very well in a classroom with students who have mobile devices. A couple other examples, there are sticky note wall creators type of a thing, I guess. I, that's for lack of a better technical term. Uh, two of these are Padlet and Lino. And Padlet and Lino allow students and teachers to post basically sticky notes or pictures or whatever they want to post on a board all collaboratively. So you can create a board as a teacher and you can have them pin or post to the board a picture or a link to a document or a whole bunch of different things that they can post to that board. And then uh, that could be a good learning activity as well. So again, those are Padlet and Lino. Now, a couple of Example activities you could do with such tools as these is you could create, have them create a graphic using sticky notes that represents the scientific method. Or it could represent anything that you might be teaching them at the moment to have them sort of think, about, think through it, create something that represents their knowledge of whatever item you're teaching lately. So those are a couple of fantastic walls, basically, that are online. And a student can go there, post their picture to it. Other students will see that and you will see that as well as a teacher as the teacher. And then you can post your own and other students can post their own. And so that by the time you're done you have a bunch of posts on the wall from all of your students. And uh, you can use that in whatever creative ways you can think of. And now we move into the idea of online whiteboards. So there's this one called AWW app and that stands for a web whiteboard app and it's at awwapp.com and basically it's a whiteboard but what's cool about it is it's a whiteboard that can be added to by anyone so you create this whiteboard as a teacher and then you share the link with your students and they can all go on to one whiteboard and share their own piece of that whiteboard so they can share they could draw a picture of themselves in one part of the whiteboard and then another student could draw a picture of herself so with awwapp you can actually share 
a whiteboard with a bunch of people from a distance. You don't all have to be in the same room even. And in fact, some folks here at Holgate Middle School in Aberdeen have been using AWW app to share during study hall questions with other teachers. So during study hall, they pull up a collaborative whiteboard, and if there's a student in a different room than the math instructor, for instance, that student can write a math problem on the board, and the math instructor can provide the answer and provide direction for how that answer can be found. Or if there's another instructor who has some expertise in another room, the student can write a question on the board and then erase it and then the teacher can respond. So it's a fantastic way to use this collaborative whiteboard really. Now there are other tools that can do some of these things like Padlet and Lino. You can do Pinterest too, right? You could have a Pinterest board and add that. But what happens there is that Pinterest requires everyone to have a login name and username. And the great thing about Padlet and Lino is that there is no required login or user. If you set your board up right, you can have anyone pinned to the board as long as they have the right link. So that's kind of easy. It makes it easy. Also with AWW app, that's an online whiteboard, you could do Google Drawings. But the problem there is, again, is you'd have to actually set up and have usernames for all of your students and they'd all have to be logged in to access it. With AWW app, you just create an ad hoc board really quickly and share the link and then everybody can already use it. They don't have to have a user name for that. Alright, now I did mention that I would share a bonus app which is called Plickers and again I'm going to put the links to all of these on my blog post. Plickers is a fantastic way of having student a student response system when you don't have devices for all of your students. So let's say you only have one iPad for your classroom or one device then what you can do as a teacher is you can print out these nice little sheets and you'd print out one for each student after making a student list at plickers.com. So you'd have these printouts and each student would have a paper to respond to the question with. And they, depending on how they turn the paper, it, it's either A, B, C, or D. So I think it's limited to multiple choice questions. But you can ask a question to students and then you can hold up your phone and they will hold up their answer on the paper that you give them and your phone will detect all of the answers that are given and tell you how each student answered and actually records the score of each student as well because as you printed them out you you aligned the student with the right card that they're using so it's a fantastic tool actually because it uses only one mobile device it uses the camera on the mobile device to to view all the responses that your students have and then you can tell who answered the question right and who did not and you can actually receive that data and keep the data in your phone or in your mobile device. So Plickers again is a fantastic new tool that I actually learned about from one of my students in one of my classes. All my good stuff comes from my students it seems like, right? So great example anyway. Well thank you for listening. This has been another podcast. We are back in session for this spring so Stay tuned next week for another podcast episode.